and hello friends, Maestro here bringing you episode 414 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, I'm serving up, I'm putting down the truth about online business. Now, these are things that I stay preaching and teaching, but I figured that they warranted their own separate, special, singular episode. So that's what we're dropping today. All this, nothing more, just that this time. But first, hey DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two, one. What up, my podcast people? Thank you for joining me for yet another episode of my favorite podcast. So this week, it is a whirlwind of things. The knee is still attached. I know last episode, I excited for the end, put it in the beginning this time. The knee is still attached. Uh, I have the brace on just to try and give that medial aspect some support, help things heal. But I got minimal pain. Range of motion is really good. The strength, obviously, is not there. Uh, but we're getting back into the, the lifting side of things. I'm using the crutches. Again, all of it's just to normalize gait and not to put any un- unnecessary stress on the structures. Um, but we got the red light. We're doing all the things. I need less you know, palliative things um, right now. I'm really not needing to put the fire out anymore. The fire is out. And now it's just about increasing walking distance, walking tolerance, tissue tolerance, gradually, uh, still doing the red light stuff, still, you know, focusing on the diet, making sure I get to sleep. But now it's just the healing game and getting the strength back and and not being stupid about things. And, you know, we're only nine, 10, 11 days out. I know it feels like it's been months, but it really hasn't been that long. So now we enter the phase of you know, fires out, let's do the rehab. So that's where the knee is at. Um, but it is a whirlwind of things because this week is my in-person event that I host with Jill Boss Up. We hosted it for the first time in 2019. The plan was to host it every year. And then COVID was like, hold my beer. And so we didn't host it. Uh, but we brought it back this year and we increased the size. We made, well, wow, that was a lot there. That was a lot. Leave that in, Courtney. Uh, we bumped it up to 75 people. And so we got a full event. It's sold out. We are bringing some of our legacy peoples in. So it's a little bit more than 75. And it's two days, Thursday, Friday. And we are stoked about that. But as you know, when you have an in-person event, you have to actually put on the in-person event. So I have a, a mafia meetup going down first. Lex is in town. And it's just, it's a lot of things. And y'all know I'd be waiting to the last minute to officially make the slide. So I got to do that. But wanted to get this episode out because I've been thinking about online business so much, given the fact that it is uh, Boss Up Week. And we are going to be launching, Jill and I are going to be launching Legacy next week. So for those of you that don't know, Legacy is the, we call it a mentor mind, because it's not really a mastermind. It's not just a mentorship. It's a bit of a hybrid. It's the mentor mind that Jill Fit and I run. It's a six-month coaching program, group group coaching program, but it's hybrid because we also get one-on-one with Jill and I, and I really felt that that was super important, uh, you know, to have that hybrid model, to give people access to the actual coach. You see in a lot of these, uh, all these, you know, masterminds out there, which we'll talk about a little bit, 
that it's just so removed and it's really just to profit and benefit the person leading it. And the people in the group, while they may be able to learn from each other, they can't directly learn from the people leading it. So we have trainings, we have monthly calls, and then we also have one-on-one calls. So you get the best of all of the worlds. Now, who is this for? We're looking at intermediate plus online business owners. And intermediate plus means that you're not just starting. And I'm going to go into that in this episode because I I just, there's just so much bullshit out there. And quite frankly, online business has become, online business coaching has become a bit of an MLM kind of, you know, scheme. And so I really want to address that and tackle that. Uh, But what we're looking at with the the mentor mind is people that are in that intermediate plus they didn't just start they have an audience and they're looking for the strategy to take things to what we'll say the next level they're looking for some organization perhaps looking for some help with you know building more trust with their audience getting more eyes from their audience and they are in the online space there's nothing wrong with a hybrid model and I'll talk about that as well and the value of a hybrid model and starting in person but our expertise is for those folks who are in the online space. They have that audience. They're building that audience. They have the eyes and they want some structure. They want some help with productizing their service. They want some help with delivering a product that is really going to help their people. So if this sounds like you, do me a solid. You can hop on the wait list. We're going to be opening doors next week. But when this episode drops, if you listen to it on the day that it drops, I'm looking at the calendar now, it will drop on Thursday, October 13th, we will be opening doors Monday, October 17th through the 21st to the public. So if you're listening to this, the day it drops, it will not be open yet. And so you can hop on the wait list. Feel free to DM me if you want more information or anything like that. Like I said, six month program. It starts uh, in January. We do pre preschool calls in November and December as well. But if you want to just get on the wait list or the early interest list, you can do that by clicking the link in the show notes. I was going to read it out, but it's like not the easiest link. Uh, JillFitFree.com forward slash legacy dash wait list. So it's kind of a lot, but it will be in the show notes. Click on that if you want to head on over and hop on the early interest list, the wait list. There's no obligation if you if you you know put your name on there that you got to sign up for anything. But we always open the doors early to folks that are on the wait list. So if you want to hop on that, go right ahead. Or you can shoot me a DM. Uh, if you are listening to this and it is during that period when the doors are open for registration, which is, or for applications, excuse me, that's going to be October 17th through the 21st, then you can by all means shoot me a DM and I'm happy to send you the uh, application page. We always do this by application. The number one question we get is how many people do we accept? Typically 20 to 30, it usually lands around 22, 23, 24, which is a really good number. It's very manageable on you know, our end as coaches, no one gets lost in the sauce and it's enough of a, you know, a group so that you can get that hive mentality, bounce ideas off of each other. We typically get around 50 applications. Uh, We got more the first time we ran it, but we do now uh, require a deposit, which kind of weans some people out, which I was really happy about. Like we want people that are serious about this. And if you're not ready for it, there's zero, you know, shame, guilt, fault, anything like that. But we do require a deposit for your application. And then if you're accepted, that money goes towards your uh, payment if you decide to say yes. If you're not accepted, then you get an immediate refund. But to lay that out one more time, if you're listening to this on the day that it drops, then it's not open yet. Applications are not open yet. They will not open until the 17th. So you can head to the link in the show notes to get on the early interest list. If you're listening to this between October 17th and the 21st, well, then 
that you can head on over to my link in my bio. You can DM me and you can, uh, I'll be happy to share the link for the application page with you. So the episode tying to what we just said there is about online business and in creating the legacy mentor mind with Jill, these are things that I was thinking about and, you know, really asking myself, am I playing into the bullshit that exists out there and the false promises that are made and the quick fixes that are sold and the hacks and the tricks that don't work. And quite frankly, stealing people's money. I have heard stories from, well, sorry about that whistle there. I have heard stories from people that, you know, they sign up for these $12,000 masterminds, $15,000 masterminds, and they don't get shit out of it. You know, maybe they get the lesson of that person wasn't a good coach, but that's messed up, man. And when Jill and I were putting this together and Jill asked if I wanted to do this together, I definitely sat with it and I was like, is this the right thing? Is this what actually helps people? And in full transparency, it's not the way that I go about learning things. I don't love being in a group. I love leading groups. I'm, you know, good at leading groups. I enjoy it. But when I'm actually learning, I very much like to learn things on my own schedule, on my own time. Uh, and so I would sign up for a group program, but that I'm not typically signing up for the group, right? So when we created this, I was helping, you know, I was creating this with Jill because people were saying that they wanted a group. And I think it's super important when either as you as the person leading the thing or you signing up for, for the thing, you take that step back and say, what do I really want? What will be most helpful for me and what will be most helpful for my people? And when people are asking for something, well, you know, you got to sit with it and say, do I want to make that thing? Uh, so that's one of the things I want to talk about. But I wrote down one, two, three, four, five, six things that I want to kind of unpack as it relates to the truth about online business. So the first one is social media isn't a business. In, uh, Instagram, Jill has said this, and I, I truly support it. Instagram isn't a business. Having an Instagram account is not a business. And it's very easy to get tricked and say, oh man, these people have so many followers, they have so much engagement, they must have a booming business. That's not the case at all. I have plenty of people that I know and that I coach that have smaller followings that have you know, very successful, financially successful businesses. And I know plenty of people that have massive followings that don't have successful, financially successful businesses, right? If your account really leans towards entertainment and it's quick fixes and you're going business to consumer, B2C, it can be a very difficult business model because you can't sell, you know, that's so high ticket of a, of a thing of a product, of a service. And if you're selling a lot of DIY products, do-it-yourself products, oftentimes people don't do the product. They don't complete the thing, which means that they don't get the results and they don't go and tell their friends about how dope you are. So you're oftentimes getting paid in attention and getting paid in likes. And that is not a business. There is absolutely a way to utilize Instagram to build a following. And this should not be confused with community. People say that shit all the time. They're like, I want to build a community. No, you want customers. Those That is different. There's nothing wrong with it, but let's not get the two confused. It is absolutely possible to build a following and monetize that following in a very you know integrity-driven way. But just because someone has a ton of followers doesn't mean that they have a successful, financially successful business. We have to consider how are they getting paid are they getting paid in likes and attention? Well, that is not going to pay your bills, my friend. So point number one, social media is not a business. You can absolutely monetize your following, but do not assume that just because someone has a big following that they're making a lot of money, nor should you assume that I'm just going to go online and, you know, get people and then that's it. And then automatically I'm going to get money. That That's not how 
it works. Uh, second thing is, and I said this before, the easiest way to start an online business is in person. It is so much, you get like such a leg up when you start in person because you can actually go pound the pavement and create these relationships, right? We are in the business of trust. We're interacting with humans and it's much easier to create and, and uh, what's the word I want to use? Initiate those relationships in person because you can go and take action on it. Whereas online, you're kind of, it's kind of shouting into the ether a bit and just putting things out there and hoping that it gets some traction. In person, you can go and set up events and, you know, actually interact with people and help out with that trust cycle. From there, you can take those reps, those results, those reviews, and you just bring them online. And so you enter the online space with so much confidence that, yeah, I can help people. When you enter the online space and that's your first time you're running a business, that's tough because you don't know if you can get results for people. You haven't had all the years behind you. So there is something incredibly valuable to be had, uh, you know, with that in-person, what is the word, experiences. And so if you are new to the online space right now, and maybe you're having a tough time, it would not be a bad idea to go and see if you can do what you're doing, but in person. So you can get those reps and you can get those reviews, you can get the that confidence, and then you can just bring it online. It's also easier from a content perspective to just document as opposed to like create out of thin air. So if you're documenting what your day is, the problems that you're solving, that's much easier from the content creation perspective. So that's point number two. Number three, do not find people for your product, aka don't build that shit first and then be like, who wants this? I've heard it a zillion times. I've seen it a zillion times and I really want to get ahead of it. An online product isn't an online business either. You need an audience that trusts you and that wants to buy and then you listen and you solve the problem for them and in exchange for money. Too often people think like, I'll just make this course and people will buy it because it's really good. It solves a problem. Dude, that's not how it works. And something I really want to point out is that going B2B is so much easier than going B2C. I go B2B, right? I'm business to business. When I started out, I was business to consumer. I was a physical therapist. I was treating. I did remote things. I did in-person things, obviously. And then I went B2B. I went business to business. I was coaching the coaches. I was teaching other professionals, how to treat, right? I treated for eight years and then I was helping other people do the same. And I will be the first to say it's way fucking easier because people see the value in it. They're like, oh, I can, one, they're like passionate about this thing. They're passionate about learning, they're passionate about treatment. They want to help get people better. And then from a business perspective, they're like, oh, if I learn this thing, it can make me more money. Money is a great motivator for people. When you're going B to C, especially as like a physical therapist, physical therapy is typically a grudge purchase. People don't even want to be there. They're like, oh, God, I, my knee hurts. I don't even want to be here. My doctor said I had to go here. It's difficult. So when you look online and you see people just thriving as, you know, in the online business space, make sure you take a step back and think about what are they actually selling and who are they selling it to? Number one, B2B will always be easiest. And then certain fields they sell themselves. Weight loss sells itself. Making more money sells itself. So if you see people with accounts and they're like, I'm a boss, babe, I'm making all this money. What are they doing? Do they have a business model where they're coaching other people on how to start businesses? Yeah, that probably will make them money. Do they have a, some sort of weight loss thing? Yeah, that will probably make them money. They have a model that's teaching people how to make money. Yeah, that will probably make them money. That's very different than a model that is, I coach people I help people, you know, with physical therapy things. It is more difficult, 100%. 
to that end, you cannot assume, well, I'm just going to make an online course about back pain and then people are going to buy it. No, you need to build the trust, build that audience first and then listen and listen to how they want to be served. Because, you know, the online space, it is in the grand scheme of things, it is new. 2020 brought a ton of people online, but people are still figuring out whether or not they like it and and how it works for them, if it works for them. So you need to listen. You got to show up, build the trust, put content out there, show people that you understand the problems that they're having and that you have solutions for them, attract those people. And then from there, we listen. What is the problem that they have? How do they want it solved? And then from there, we create something. So you do not find people for your product. You attract people and then build a product that helps them. Next point, online business is not for everyone. And this is especially true for people that like a set input, set output. So if you're like, I like to know that I worked four hours and I got paid for four hours. I like to know that I did this thing and then that thing happened. Online business may not be for you because it's it's uncertain. And for me, I'm okay with that because it's on my time. It's on my schedule. It is gives me options and I don't need that certainty. Not at least now, at least now in my life, I don't, you know, when I was younger, perhaps, yeah, helpful, but one of the things I see with people is that they're like, man, I've been doing this. I've been showing up and doing the right stuff, but I don't have anyone. Yeah, that's online business. And it may take time. I'm talking to someone right now with this message and she knows I'm talking to her and I'm saying it in the kindest way possible. And we've had this discussion and she's like, I, you know, this message, it resonates with me. And I'm, I got to sit and think like, how much do I actually want to put into this thing? And I want you all to think about that. I don't want you to think that this is some super easy thing that you just like, Decide you want to start a business, go online, make an account, you make a million dollars, and then you work one hour a week from the beach. Like, that's not it. You're going to be working all the time, but you're going to be doing the things that you love. The fastest way to uh, work less is to be okay making less money. That's probably an unpopular opinion, but it's the truth. You want to make more money, then you're going to have to work more. We will do, I will do another episode that's all about how you actually make more money. There's only two ways to make more money, but some of the stuff that's out there and the marketing that's out there, it's just lying to people about how much they can work and the things that they can do and they can do less and make more and you know, never work again and work three hours a week and be in their bathtub all the time. That's not true. That person right there is at the top of the fucking MLM making money, preaching that shit. That's not true. Everyone underneath them not making any money. And that actually should be, I think this to the next point, is that the current state of online business and online business coaching is an MLM, right? It is an MLM and it's not sustainable. I spoke about this in the last episode and I'm digging more into this. Shout out to my girl, Stephanie Hine and Laura Jean and giving me some resources about regenerative agriculture because the way that it's going, it's not sustainable. Not everyone can make a zillion dollars. Not everyone can win if that's the definition of winning. It's just it's literally not mathematically possible. And a lot of what we see, a lot of what we see with business coaching, and this is something that you know I sat with in terms of pricing the things when I was running. So legacy is seventy five hundred dollars. There's no, I'm not gonna you know lie to you and be like, oh, it's one dollar. It's seventy five hundred dollars, and this is based on what my hourly rate is. This is based on realist hourly rate, how much contact and ac- how much yeah, we'll say contact and access you get to the two of us. And actually Jill's rate is higher than mine. So looking at that and the, the time frame and the deliverables and the outcome, that is a price that we felt was very fair. In the online space though, my friends, 
you can make up whatever fucking price you want. So we price anchored it based on our own prices. And that's the best way to price anchor something because at the end of the day, it's all arbitrary. It's all made up. People could charge $30,000, $40,000, $50,000, and they are. And I will promise you, just because it's more expensive does not mean it's more better. So much of what we're seeing is this MLM with the people at the top charging a zillion fucking dollars and everybody else being like, I could do it too. But also there's not enough fucking people. There's not enough people, especially when you start going business to consumer. When I'm coaching or as a coach, I really don't like being more than one level removed in this MLM, right? I don't like, I like coaching the coaches and, and teaching them how to do run a business. I don't like to have those coaches than coaching other people on how to run a business. I like for that coach to be delivering something to the end user. It feels very much out of my integrity to be coaching people on how to coach 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 people. It has to stop at some point. And I am very mindful of the prices I set with things. People have told me time and time again, you could charge more, you could charge more, you could charge more, but I don't think I should and I don't want to. It's not sustainable, this model of just like, make it $5,000, make it $11 billion. Like, when does it end? When does it end? I know what my enough is. I'm happy. I'm in a really good place. I feel like I can be helpful for people. I can be accessible for people. I have things, you know, products at different, at different price points. And this highest price point is because there's the most access to me and also to Jill. So big thing to think about. And you know, there's going to be a lot more coming down the pipeline for this because I feel very, some kind of way clearly about it. And that the fact that the current state of online business coaching is definitely an MLM and the people at the top are winning. And meanwhile, just like in regular MLM, 99% of people in it are not winning. Uh, and that's not a sustainable model. It's not, it's not an integrity-based model. It's just bullshit. So food to think about there or food for thought there. And then lastly, success in online business takes a long ass time. There is a reason that my make my... Instagram intensive, six weeks long, and then you're on your own to keep going. I'm not going to ask you to keep paying me because you have to rinse and repeat for so long. My mafia, it's at $37 now. Probably go up a little bit next year when I relaunch it, but I do that, and it is largely self-paced. Choose your own adventure. We meet twice a month, which is phenomenal. I fucking love those dinners, but I, I made it because I knew that things would take a long time, right? I would use that number of 18 months just to start getting traction, with things. It's a long time. Realistically, it's years. If you as an online business owner can hit $10,000 in a month within two to three years, you're fast. This shit takes time, a long ass time. Folks ask for, you know, a, a set business plan. You want a business model that definitely will work? Show up for three years and don't ask for a single thing. When you go to ask after that three years, you'll sell. I'd right? show up and provide value for three years. I don't ask for a single thing. And when you finally do, I promise you, you'll have a really good launch. But people don't want to wait that long. They can't wait that long and that's fine. But understand that this takes a long time. It takes a long time to build that trust. It takes a long time to develop your voice. It takes a long time to, you know, for people to actually decide that they have this problem and they trust you enough to solve it. It takes a long time for you to get those reps. Love on those early adopters that you get because they're taking a chance on you before you even got any reps and reviews yet. You love on them. And then from there you learn, okay, let me like, re, let me iterate here. Let me refine this product. Okay. And now I can put this out there let me talk to more people. Let me provide more value. Let me keep showing up. Let me keep building trust. Let me keep waiting for people that actually have a problem that they want solved. 
yes, there, again, like I said, certain markets have shorter sales cycles, certain markets have more people in them. Absolutely. But I think if you're listening to this podcast, there's a good chance you're in the service industry, you're doing this because you love people, you love helping people. And the sales cycle is what the sales cycle is there. You, you, if you have an in-person business, you understand that. And you know how it is when people, they have back pain. They don't go and get the back pain treated right away. It takes time. It has to oftentimes be bad enough. They don't go and get their knee or whatever, that little ache taken care of right away. It takes time. So maybe there's an opportunity there to be had for you to get in and help people quicker. Maybe. There's a, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of bumps there because if we're introducing a new product. We know that prevention doesn't really sell. Performance sells a whole lot more. I can go on, you know, I can go on and on about that. And maybe I will in another episode. But what I wanted to hammer home with that point is that this is not an overnight thing. This is very feasible to have as a career where you help people doing this, but it takes a long time, right? How long? As long as it takes. Give yourself a minimum of 18 months of showing up, you know, consistently before you decide, yeah, I'm getting some traction or no, I'm not. All right. So let me recap this. I'm, I'm cognizant of the time. Six things that I wanted to drop today about the truth about online business. Number one, social media is not a business. It's a part of your business, but in and of itself, it is not a business. And just looking from the outside, you cannot tell how well someone's business is actually doing. Number two, the easiest way to start an online business is in person. You can pound the pavement. You can make those relationships. You can start initiating those relationships and those conversations a whole lot easier. You can get the reps, the reviews, the results, and then you can take them online and you have that confidence behind you. You know you can get that result and you just bring it into the online space. Number three, do not find people for your product. You wait, you attract that audience, you show up, you provide value. Then from there, you listen, and then you create a product for your people. You solve a problem that your people say that they have and that they want or they're willing to pay to have solved. Point number four, online business is not for everyone. Folks who really like the certainty of input-output, I worked this hard, I got this result, online business will probably not be for you because there is a lot of uncertainty. And there's nothing wrong, folks, with working for somebody else. There's nothing at all with, with that. I know we are in this entrepreneurial renaissance, but it doesn't mean that it's the only way or the best way or that, you know, the way that you have to do it. Point number five, the current state of online business coaching is a goddamn multi-level marketing bullshit, and it's not sustainable. Most of the time what we see is people at the top and they are making all the monies. Meanwhile, the people at the bottom are making none of the monies. So I don't want you to be lured in by false promises of how easy it is and how well the people at the top are doing. Do your homework. Ask the questions. Make sure the people that you're working with have actually built the business that you want. Right? There's nothing wrong with paying people for their time. Right? That's one of the easiest ways to... Uh, get to where you want to go is to say, okay, that person has what I want. They've done what I want. I will pay them. It's why I paid Stephen, why, why I was paying Stephen for private, private lessons. He's been there. He's done it. He can help me. I'm going to pay him for his time. There's nothing wrong with that. But understand that the way things are structured right now, the prices are just going up and up and up and up. And that doesn't guarantee that the quality is going up and up and up and up, nor does it guarantee that you are going to be successful. Not everyone succeeds in this game. It's not, it's just not possible because not everyone succeeds in any game, but especially as it's 
stands right now where people are like, everyone can make a million dollars. That's There's not enough money going around. Like, no, there's not enough customers going around. So do your homework. Understand that certain niches lend themselves to making more money because people are willing to pay for that. And so that doesn't mean that you shouldn't pay, you know, for the coaching, but understand that your results may not be the same as what that person has, depending on what they are offering, what niche they are in. Keep that in mind. And if you decide, fuck, I don't even want to hire a coach, that's totally fine. I know that I pitched a program at the beginning of this. I stand behind that program 100%. But I also, in the same breath, want to let you know that I think about these things. And I'm like, is this a multi-level? Like, am I perpetuating this? Is this bullshit? I price anchored my stuff based on my own prices, not based on what the market is holding and things out there. Because literally, you can charge anything and it's getting out of control. Uh, okay. And then the, I'm like, really just, you can tell I'm passionate about this. And then the last one here is that it takes a long ass time. How long? As long as it takes. We are in the business of trust. Pair that with the fact that people are on their own cycles, right? They're on their own sales cycles, meaning they're going to buy something when they're ready. They're going to buy something when they have that problem. That's not necessarily going to be right when you are offering it. And that is business. The longest part about this is building the trust, getting the eyes, and refining your message, iterating and really producing something that after that you've decided to make after you listened for, to people and, and you've heard what they want, right? But the big note there, the big takeaway there is that it takes a long time. And I'm talking years, folks. This doesn't happen overnight. So anyone that's telling you that you're going to have, you know, $10,000 months in the first six weeks of doing something, they're just fucking lying to you. They just want to take your money. It doesn't work like that. Not at all. Okay, I am way over my time limit, Emma, sorry, way over the time limit here, uh, but passionate about this stuff, wanted to give you the update on the knee, uh, invite you to check out Legacy, and then give you what I believe is the truth about online business. As always, endlessly appreciative that you take the time, you, take, you give me your time, you give me your attention, and I know you could have been doing anything else. All the good stuff is in the show notes. So if you got questions about legacy, go ahead and DM me if you want, or uh, check that out. I do have a guest episode coming back next Monday. It's with Jill. I'm going to be talking all about legacy and you can hear from her. Uh, we do this every time we launch and it's actually one of my most favorite episodes that and uh, sorry, there's a siren in the background that and the episode when I bring on uh, Meredith Root and Alex Barker. Uh, just something you look forward to. Uh, so that episode's coming out next Monday, October 17th. Um, as for guest episodes in general, they'll be back when they're back. It's just so much easier to record on my own. Uh, but I haven't forgotten about them. They probably will not come back with like a set schedule. We'll just kind of weave it into the Monday, Thursday as it fits. Uh, but uh, we're keeping the Monday, Thursday schedule. And yeah, that's it. Officially going to wrap it up. As always, endlessly appreciative for every single one of you. Until next time, friends, maestro. Maestro.